I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan and Brendan, and this is Come Through Queen. They're touring the whole world being gay. What are you doing? You're living in Newcastle with your crusty ass. Hi, Brendan. Hi. We're fresh off of this Drag Race episode. I feel like I've been in this home for hours. Yeah, you live here now. Ugh. Uh, but hopefully, like, we're not really missing the mark when it comes to the big moment, the big meme of the week. I don't think anything that special happened. In terms of a Miss Vanjie moment. Right. You're correct. Though I do hope that... Are you tired of unhealthy girls? <laughs> That's your moment. <laughs> uh, so we are picking up from Calories departure. Defeat. May she rest in peace forever. Um, and I don't, there was nothing really big going on when I walked back in the workroom. They, I think they just said, like, Miss Vanjie again, too. Well, the, like, the, the big, uh, it sort of laid the seeds of what would become the fight later, mentioning that Vixen's wig um, oh, yeah. was not hers. And it's, like, the whole question of, like, is it really your best drag then? Yeah. Uh, and we also bring up the sponge dress again. Which, yeah. bring it up every week, I'm fine with it that. It keeps on coming up. It came up in Untucked, too. Did you see? Mm-hmm. Um, so we get another mini-challenge. I'm loving mini-challenges in 2018. Except it was a little weird to have two in a row of a quick-drag mini-challenge. Right, especially when people like Miss Cracker just decide to wear the same <laughs> quick-drag. Miss Cracker's been wearing the same wig and pink top for, like, three different moments and like that wig, I've seen her live so much. I've seen that wig so much. She like you, she she sleeps in that wig. She wears it all the time, yeah. which is fine. A lot of queens do that. Yeah, like, it's like your look, sure. Yeah, but for a quick drag, you could have given us like a little. Yeah, we're not clocking a little Trixie mess. Mattel. Uh, so who were you? so the the mini challenge was kind of like a. A strange little photo shoot. It was kind of like a casting couch. It, it was called a screen test. Okay, yeah. 
Um, I advertising Rue's chocolate bar. Yeah. So I liked Blair Sinclair's, and Blair Sinclair's little tap dance number reminded me of the video she filmed impersonating the Walmart yodeling kid. Yes. Um, this week, Blair's star turn. I mean, I now feel bad about dragging her last week. Did we drag her? I, I named her the freak of the week. <laughs> Why did you do that? Again? Because she was supposed to be a Broadway baby and kind of flopped in the musical. But I feel like that musical oh. was nonsense, so it's kind of all a wash. The only thing I talked about was like the weirdness around like all these gays on Twitter thinking that boy uh, Blair is really hot. Oh, okay. But I stand behind that. Um, I liked uh, Monet as oh a proud Irish woman. Really channeling. Caller and friend to the show, Connor Bean. Really channeling Shannon Bedore, top of the morning oh, to you. Top of the morning to you, yes, definitely. Um, I did enjoy Eureka mining the wall. Oh, that was so forgettable to me. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's not your fault. I mean, it's not. It's not the ones you mentioned are the true standouts. Yeah, and Monique also was on the top. Of oh that. my god, yes, the British thing. Yes. What was? I mean, the boob thing was funny. It was weird that she. Like Miss Cracker, used the same thing over again for a different challenge. Yeah, and like, yeah. I didn't really understand the boob thing. Yeah. Uh, I so, don't like like a, I don't like a cloth moment that's like... Supposed to be a body part? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, I've noticed that they've had to pick teams a lot. Yeah. Because every mini challenge has ended with like winners, and then those winners have had to choose their players well the first episode wasn't a team challenge was it wasn't it no it wasn't it um how many episodes have there been there's this is the third okay yeah (laughs) uh but okay so i noticed this first when they they've been showing the 15 minute clip a few days earlier every week now Mm -hmm. and when i watched this 15 minute clip i was like what is like is rue Redubbing like a voiceover for his lines mm-hmm. during this because he sounded like he was on another planet. Yeah, and then it kind of carried out through the entire episode. Think just like sick. Yeah, weird. But like the schedule is so demanding that like it's difficult for her to take a day off. I think when she's sick, didn't she have a major medical scare between seasons two and three or something? I don't remember that. You mentioned that before, but I don't recall. I feel like there was something that like people were worried that Drag Race wasn't going to come back. Also, um, this is sort of off topic, but I was listening to What's the Tea this week. Oh, I haven't listened in a while. And. Michelle must be filming um, Ireland's Got Whatever. Um, She wasn't there. So it was just Rue interviewing Christina Applegate. And from what I listened to, I I only listened to like 10 minutes because I was like, eee, this is weird. Not a lot of chemistry between the two of them. Mm. Or I think like Christina Applegate doesn't get Rue's like... Humor? Humor or something. Yeah. Um, Like Rue said something like, so... Do you like your kid? Or like something like that. And it wasn't like <laughs> like Christina Applegate like answered it like very seriously. seriously. I, like I love my child. Yeah, like <laughs> I really love her. Uh yeah, and speaking of what's the tea, like what's the tea with these guest judges not being the interview guests? 
like prior seasons. It's been on and off this season. Or no. No, this season has been none. Season 10 just hasn't. Sorry. the yeah, You're thrown for a loop right now. Well, because we went from All-Stars, All-Stars to yeah. season 10. Yeah. I was thinking like Chris Colfer was, but that was All-Stars. Speaking of, I mean, Ben De La Creme should have just filled in if Rue's not feeling well. Or even Bob the Drag Queen, great at filling in for it's people. RuPaul's Drag Race? Oh, okay. Uh... So, do you want to talk about the teams a little bit? Yes. Um, Blair, Monet, and Monique are the three leaders. Mm-hmm. Blair's team is like Eureka. It's um, Cracker, Vixen, and Cracker. That yeah. was a solid team. Yeah, I mean, they were if if they were being judged as a team, that was the clear winner. Um, we got the little, Miss Little Cameron Michaels, um, Little Miss Cameron Michaels with on... Monique, I believe. And yeah, it was Monique Mayhem. Mayhem. And, uh, can't remember. Yeah. Sad. Sorry. Uh, and then last but not Dusty. Dusty. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Dusty was actually, like, one of the stronger yeah, ones. Yeah, she was okay. Uh, and then Monet's team of Yua, Aquaria, mm-hmm. and Asia. Um, and that's where the line, Yua kept on, like, really wanting the script to say, are you tired of unhealthy girls? <laughs> I mean, Yua was the one who was not picked for the team because she was last. Mm-hmm. And Monet made that known in her <laughs> confessionals. Um, ugh. So these ads. The, the one with the for the Butterface one. Yeah. Where they all had to dress up and like... <laughs> Yuha didn't really like... Get the challenge. Get the assignment. Yeah. That she, or she like thought she was like ugly, but... Well, she just looked like Dusty. Especially when seeing the other two girls who were being ugly, like, take a page from their book. Right. Like, you can't put your pretty face on and then try to, like, fuck it up after the fact. Right. Like, let's go ugly from the get-go. Totally. Um, and then on the other team, like, Mayhem was so shy. I know. But the Monique directing herself... Oh my god! Was so funny. It was so funny. <laughs> She's like, okay, okay, now we got a good one. Let's go. Okay, cut. Action. <laughs> and like, and Michelle and uh, Carson were just like cracking up over it. Yeah. Uh, and then I can I say one thing? Yeah. I prefer Ross episodes. <gasps> oh yeah. Like, I like Carson Kressley, but, like, I really, really prefer the Ross episodes. I like I like Carson in the part for directing, mm-hmm. and I like Ross for the judging. Yeah. Ross, like, there's, like, a heart there. Mm. A Monique heart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so then, okay, so the one with uh, Monique, the whole Fibster thing. She's lying about living with roaches, which channel Nini leaks for us. I know. And Mayhem's thing, like we we couldn't even figure out what they were doing. Well, no, they were going. They okay, so they had like the Monique and Dusty parts were good and going along the same theme. Then all of a sudden, there was like a scene of Cameron Michaels like on a computer. Yeah, and sitting she's there. lying about something, but we don't know what she's lying about. And it didn't even set it up in the same way. And then all of a sudden, we have Mayhem like. And at first she looked like a biker chick. And then they were like, take off your jacket. And then they were like, okay, now you look like a bondage person. But there was no joke, really? Right. There wasn't, like, the setup that, like, the others had. 
And she had maybe three words. Yeah. Not well. Yeah. Uh, and then, I mean, the end of days one was really strong. They made it seem like Vixen was going to flop, but she ended up, like, we just didn't see her scene. Yeah, they didn't show that part. Yeah, so that was a little trick. They got to add the drama. Yeah. Uh, okay. And we were dying when they go to get ready for the runway and Blair <gasps> St. Clair talks that about one. how she doesn't go anywhere without her mom. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, of course you're <laughs> an eight year old boy. Of course you have to have a supervisor. <gasps> that little boy looking for his mother and then Eureka stepping up to the plate and offering to be his mother. And like, at first I thought it was like talking about the dra- a drag mother, but Nope, no, actually, like, he needs his Baba. He is our generation's <laughs> Lala Kent. Um, but it was, like, kind of funny. Like, he's... Blair's scared of most of the people on the cast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she, she's bringing something, like... Actually, a lot of people on this cast are bringing something very New. different yeah. than other casts have brought before. Yeah. And I like it. Yeah. It's like, there's like refreshing personalities on mm-hmm. this show. Um, there was the Itsy Bitsy Spider. The Spider and Little Cameron Michaels came in. The he- a hero comes along <laughs> with the strength to get rid of that spider. Um, and then we have like the big emotional arc of the middle of the episode was, um, you almost cried, Dusty Ray's story about yeah. family acceptance and how his family brought him to be like, Exercise. exercise and then try to send him to the straight camps scary yeah that was actually really emotional but there was a happy ending because she's engaged or she's yeah. at least no she has a fiance she's a man a fiance a fiance yeah uh so that was a good well then story. it was like vixen versus aquaria was the uh, other part of this yeah and it was all about like the vixens um the wig and like Vixen in Untucked made, I think, what is the exact correct point. Yeah. About, like, especially we've mentioned on this show before, it's, like, about how, especially queens of color are portrayed on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, because of, like, this exact kind of narrative that's set up, which is so interesting that she called it out. And. But Aqu- Aquaria, like, you dummy. Do you not remember last episode? Where Vixen was yelling at you about <laughs> what you said about Cracker behind her back. And then you ran away crying. And then you go try to start it again. I know. What did you think was going to happen? I will say, like, I think Aquaria was crying so hard tonight because she realized she really stepped in it. And she was, like, an, such an idiot. Yeah. And, like, she's also I, another little child like Blair. Like, I feel like she's, she's not out of her league in terms of the drag, but she's out of her league in terms of her own maturity, I think. Well, because like, she like, probably like, tweets some funny things sometimes, thinks she can get away with like, this kind of stuff and not be called out. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. She did say, during the actual episode of Not Untucked, she did say have that quip about runways not being judged. Oh, yeah, which is like what we hoot and holler about for weeks and weeks and weeks. Mm-hmm. I guess runways aren't being judged this season. Uh, so Let's talk about the runway. Bring yeah, it to the runway. Let's bring it to the runway. 
Which runway seemed to be judged more this episode. Yeah, except it didn't save some people, though, despite some people excelling. Yeah, true. Okay, so Blair's was... A white on white Kind of boring. Yeah. And it was kind of shocking for her to be in the top as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Her performance was... Performance is okay, but I feel like she was playing like a straight man character. Yeah. If anything, Quacker, who was also on her team, had a more interesting look on, for the runway mm-hmm. and did just as good of a job in the challenge. I didn't love Quacker's look. Let's talk about it. These weird length things again. Oh, yeah. You don't like the weird lengths. Like the front was fine, but like the back went to just like a weird point on like she's a very short woman. Yeah. She's like tiny. I just like the little nest. <laughs> yeah, I like the nest too. Um, I do, I will say about Cracker, and not the runway wig, but the wig that she does wear, mm-hmm. I like that it's like, it's so big in a way that it makes her look even tinier. Oh yeah, it, I mean, it, it looks like it weighs the same as her. Yeah. Um, Eureka's Castle. Queen of the Crows, our first Queen of the Crows uh, of the night. We have three <laughs> queens of crow country. She brought us a loaf. A loaf on the head. Uh... Yeah, one of the better crow looks. Uh huh. <laughs> and it was nice to see her bounce back from last week. Yeah, I love a redemption arc. I hope Mayhem gets the same thing next week. Vixen with a Ms. Peacock. She worked at a zoo. She worked at the zoo. Fun fact: I don't know if you caught this online. Um, ben de la Creme showed off at some event this peacock look that she was going to wear as her final look for All Stars, and it was this big, elaborate, long thing that like popped up behind her and was humongous like a humongous peacock mm-hmm. it was really interesting so check that check that out if you can find it she online. shouldn't have left i know maybe ben de la Christ shouldn't have died for her since uh we Mon- had monique in a white and gold rising from the phoenix i liked it i liked it um that would have been one of my top toots okay um mayhem the pink demon bird it was fine yeah uh Dusty's look. Um, it was a little poison ivy. It was like the wig was wrong. I don't. Did she even explain what she was going for? I don't even remember talking about it. I feel like it was like a flapper. No, didn't they? Was this the housewives party? <laughs> it was like it was kind of like um, they made a best little whorehouse in Texas reference when she was walking oh, out. I think okay. But, like, it wasn't her making it. That was, like, the judges. It was a mishmash. It was a mishmash. I think that was my least favorite look of the week. Oh, definitely. Little Cameron Michaels. Uh, She had a a crow queen look. Hers was a little bit more theatrical, whereas Eureka's was, like, drag. I will... I don't like Cameron, but Mm -hmm. I will give her credit this week. I thought... she, She looked to me... It was almost as if, like, a queen that flopped in this episode was brought back for All-Stars and was able to do, like, a redemption oh, runway. Like, interesting. I thought it was, like, that caliber, which is so surprising because everything else she's been putting out has been, like, ugh. Uh, you could, uh, well, I liked her look last week, but I feel like you could barely even tell it was her. Yeah. Which was amazing. And I thought she was going to get read by Michelle for, like, the stuff on her, like, oh, chin. Oh, yeah, because her face was very covered. Looked, yeah. like, beardy. Yeah. So Monet exchange her Nini Beaks look. <laughs> this look was 
a little too close to her look last week. Right. Like, we need to get out of, like, the blonde bob. The, the blonde bob with a red bodysuit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I still love Monet, but whatever. Okay, Asia with that Tweety Bird. At, at first, when she took the, the runway, I was like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on here on this day? But the more I saw it, and, like, the... the the blowing the hair up with the the mouth and everything, yeah. it grew on me. It was kind of like Phyllis Dillery, I guess. And like her smiling helped she was it. Smiling, no, the, no, but really, like her, the big smile she was giving, I think served <laughs> the look. If that you, makes sense, you said. And she's smiling like 20 times this episode. Okay. Um, and also the orange uh, gloves, which I didn't notice. I didn't notice. It formed a little beak. Yeah. That was amazing. Uh, you are the crow queen that is not ruling over any crow dynasty, which had an Asian influence that she couldn't really Explain. articulate. I mean, I know red is like important in Chinese culture. Um but I don't think she really got that message across to the judges. Yeah, I don't like a clap back on the runway. And she's been doing it every week, even when she's winning, too. Yeah. And they're, I mean, like, Tammy Brown did that a lot. Um, keep that. Yeah. And then last but not least, Aquaria doing Gaga drag from the guy video. <laughs> like the, yeah, the, I know. the shot down bird. Yeah. I. I enjoyed it. I was that it. that was probably her reference, wasn't it? I would ima- I would imagine. Like she's a born this way queen, right? So funny how she drags Miss Cracker for copying her looks. Meanwhile, she's copying Gaga. Oh, I thought you were I thought you were gonna make some weird reference to Madonna and Gaga. <laughs> no, I'm not going down that road. Uh so yeah, I mean it was a pretty good runway. Overall, I would say. Yeah, I mean, like, the only real flop to me was um, Dusty. Little, little Dusty Michaels. What's her name? <laughs> Dusty, Dusty Ray Bottoms. Uh, so then we got to watch the full clips. We already agree End of Days was the clear winner. Uh-huh. Everyone was getting judged individually. They find out while they're on the runway. I love being judged individually. For sure. And the top two of the week was um, Asia, right? Asia won. Yeah, Asia won. Yeah. And she was in the top with Blair and Eureka. And then we find out the bottom, bottom is... is Cameron, mm-hmm. Mayhem, and Yuha. So between that, it's like obvious that it was going to be Yuha and Mayhem. Yeah, especially since Cameron's look was so good. Yeah. And we get a lip sync to Celebrity Skin by Hole. Because Courtney Love is there. Because Courtney Love is there. Speaking of Courtney Love and Nico Tortorella... It's hard to match Halsey and Padma. Yeah. Gotta I mean, bring it. Like, they were just kind of like a regular judge, like, not really. Just there. Yeah. I did like that, like, Nico was like, oh, I'm glad to see you back, Eureka. I like when people reference being fans of the show and they, like, actually seem to mm. actually be fans of the show. Yeah. Instead of people who are just, like, carted in. Mm-hmm. So that lip sync was a lip sync assassination. It. <laughs> Mayhem is a professional. Yes. She doesn't need a bag full of tricks that you just randomly throw at different parts of the songs like Yuha did. First, she was ripping off half her outfit. Well, she ripped off the outfit like 
at the very split second the song started. Yeah. Give us a minute. And then, like, she was doing this weird air guitar thing. It's, like, very, like... That gave me bad chills. Rock and roll baby. Yeah, rock and roll baby. <laughs> uh, and then she does a split during no particularly important part of the song. And the split wasn't that impressive. If you're gonna death drop, you gotta... It has to be, like, a really special occasion. You have to do something different. Because we've seen all the death drops. Give us a synchronized death drop like fucking Jocelyn Fox did. With uh, Laganja? Yeah, give us a death drop off the stage like Kennedy. Yeah. Um, Don't just, like, do a feeble little one in the middle of Jump from a skyscraper like Asha. Yeah. (laughs) She's gonna jump. Uh, But Mayhem, I mean, had the right energy, knew the words... Started uh, ripping off her outfit. Ripping like, off the outfit, and then the, the collar she ripped it off and flung it. I fa- I've noticed, uh, so like you know where the stage sits compared to the judging panel. Mm-hmm. The judging panel is like off to, like if you're standing on the stage, it's off to the right. Yeah. I've noticed that they're performing in that direction more than usual, mm. which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes like the performances where the cameras are and everything, it like... Makes me a little dizzy. Mm-hmm. I'm a little dizzy, Rue. Uh, and then obviously, Ma'am was a clear winner. Yeah, and I really hope she brings it. Yeah, hopefully she's not back in the bottom anytime soon. I. But she's a little shy. I, these queens who I think are like really great, like her and like Monet, they're just like not bringing it to the level that I wanted them to be bringing it. Yeah. Uh, and then. This isn't. RuPaul's best middle of the road race. No, it's not. So untucked. It was kind of one conversation really for the 30 minutes. Yeah, we barely got like the tops and bottoms. Yeah. Very little of like Yuha and Mayhem going through it. It was all Vixen and Aquaria and the point that we talked about earlier. I thought that Vixen was making good points. Mm-hmm. Um weird when like Cracker tried to Oh, jokes. yeah. Cracker getting involved was... Like... And it was funny how Vixen actually let Cracker talk. I... And, like, I couldn't tell when they were sort of going back and forth, like, what level of seriousness they were on. Does that make sense? It seemed like... Who? Like, okay. both Vixen and Cracker. Like, oh. it seemed, like, a little more lighthearted than... The, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no, they were, like, on the same page. Yeah. Uh, and then Dusty and Aquaria. Dusty saying how before Drag Race, like she, Aquaria wouldn't give Dusty the time of day. Yeah, I got so lost in that conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It felt very. I don't know what it felt like, but it felt very like something I've seen before. Okay, someone piling on. Yeah, I don't know. It was a poor man's version of "You Don't Love Me," Mm. pheromone. Yeah. And that little child was just crying all of Untucked. And that was pretty much it. Yeah. So, the freak of the week and the one true queen. Okay. The freak of the week is a mystery person. So, Asia went on Instagram stories. Yes. And said, should I, what did she say? Should I reveal the season 10 queen who voted for Trump? Yeah. And 
perhaps by the time this episode goes live, the answer may have been revealed. This is a time capsule, a moment in time. If I had time today, like I found this all out on the train as I was coming here. Yeah. If I had time to do a deep dive, I bet I could figure it out. Mm-hmm. There's some suspects out there. We don't, we're not, we don't have the hard evidence to prove anyone yet. But, but top contenders that people are talking about seem to be as follows. Eureka. <laughs> um, little Cameron Michaels. Yeah. Blair St. Clair. Those are your three top dudes. <laughs> top Trump dudes. Some people were saying Of Aquaria, a too. Aquaria. Mm, interesting. Like, was she even old enough to vote? <laughs> um, I could see someone like Aquaria being the person, like, in a way... That like um, Colby Keller, the porn, the gay porn star, mm-hmm. voted for Trump. Oh, interesting. Because like he wanted to like shake, shake up, it up like this democracy mm-hmm. and like the systems failing. Interesting. And, and yada yada yada. So, someone who did shake it up when they were getting attacked, our one true queen, Pheromone, caught live on tape, live from Newcastle. She and Shea Coulee were out, I think, at a falafel place. Some some Something. sort of late night food place. A kebab, place. Maybe? A kebab place. I yeah, think it was a kebab. kebab place. Uh, and then they got attacked by some girls trying to start a fight. I couldn't, I couldn't tell the entire scoop. I couldn't tell initially if these girls somehow knew that they were famous and that's why they were filming them on Snapchat or whatever. Yeah. And then they like were drunk and so decided to start insulting them. Yeah. But um they were ins- the girls were insulting Farah and Shay for being gay. Yeah, and, and Farah's like, "I'm gay, touring the world being gay." <laughs> <laughs> Look at your crusty ass eyebrows. Oh, oh, Farah. <laughs> I can't wait until she's back in our lives in a in a meaningful way. Like all stars were. I'll never let you live down. The oh fact my god, enough that is enough. I picked pheromone for my pool last year, and you thought my choices were weak. Sometimes when it, you picked what's James Mansfield. Sometimes it takes a while for people to grow on you. Not everyone clicks with you right away, and that's that. So thank you for tuning in this week. As always, you can follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Join the Facebook group at Come Through Queen. Um, give us a call. Do you have any scoop? Did you see Pheromone out in the world? Did she call <laughs> you? Did you say? Did she call your eyebrows crusty? Give us a call at seven one seven four seven freak. You can follow Brendan at not Brendan. You can follow me at idk idk. And like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. See you next week. Bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.